song is so beautiful and so passionate. I had to buy this song three times, not just for myself. I had to buy it for my mama. I had to buy it for my grandma. And I want to welcome the universe to this edition of High Level Radio. Your man Brandon is in the house tonight. Two hours, not just celebrating music and, and, and everything that is, everything according to good foundations laid by musicians. But we also have a guest who I am an extreme fan, uh, fan of. And also, it's ironic how on this day, back in 87, that Bad was, was number one on the charts. And, uh, and this young lady was instrumental in, in having this done as well. And I want to welcome everybody listening out there worldwide to my guest, the beautiful Saida Garrett on the line right now on High Level Radio, my queen. Wow, Luke. I don't know if I can live up to that introduction. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to have to work on myself. Oh, oh, girl, come on now. You know, you, you, you built that bridge, and, and, and everybody that has crossed that bridge can appreciate. They can look up, and they can see, like, you know what? We're we, we going to acknowledge greatness tonight, and I think we're going to do that beautiful. How you doing? I'm so good, I can't stand myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's always so good. If you're so good that you just can't stand yourself sometimes, it's a beautiful, I that's can't a beautiful stand. day. I'm, I'm just painfully fabulous. I just, I just can't help it. I'm just, it's just so good. I, I'm just reveling in life at the moment. <laughs> And Miss Saida Garrett is also brought to you by www.saida.com, where you can check out all her information uh, worldwide online. And you're single. I, yes. I, I love it. I love it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And, and I, I am truthful when I say I had to go on iTunes, Saida, and I had to get it because, you know, my mom didn't want to share it after I let her hear it for the first time. And <laughs> And she was like, you know what, I got to keep this. So I had to go and buy it and get it and, and, and take care of it myself. And then I had to get it from my grandma. So Well, I, they I love really you. do appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope they enjoy it because I enjoyed making it. And the sentiment of it, every time I hear it, it just makes me remember what it was like when I, when I was hanging out with Michael Jackson. It was just amazing. Very well, many you know, times. Well, you know, of course, you being a Grammy-winning twice Oscar-nominated singer-songwriter and the whole deal. Yes. Um, yes. And, and we know that Mr. Michael Jackson is the greatest and will be the greatest to ever do anything entertainment, music, and otherwise. You know, I, to me, there's no debate. His, his genius is, 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 is there, there's no parallel to it. So I want to ask you, of course, what everybody probably has asked you millions of times before. That man's work ethic, did you have to step up your game in order to be able to run alongside what he was doing while you guys were putting down music and writing and the whole deal? Oh, my God, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Michael that I don't think very many people know about him. When he respects your talent, like like, like the way he studied Fred Astaire and James Brown and, and all the people who he – whose talent he appreciated and, and adored and wanted to emulate. Mm -hmm. Those are the people whom he would make them feel like they had as much, to, like he had as much to learn from them as they had to learn from him. He, right. he wasn't like a superstar. He was a student. He was a student. And, and, I, and, and you could tell by his, his passion and his appreciation from, 
uh, like you said, the other artists like James Brown and so many other people that he 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 didn't want to emulate them. He wanted to study what they did and make it his own and do yeah, something there. Yeah, put his little flip on it. Exactly right. He would do. He would see emulate what they were doing and then flip it to make it his own. He was just mm-hmm. amazing. It was just amazing. And 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 to me, I, I just I just feel like you know when it, especially when it comes to just being so creative, not just at a young age, but being able to sustain it and then even elevate his his talent. Uh, it, it of course a lot of people know worldwide and, and the entire universe knows his legacy as far as what he's accomplished. But you know, to me, any time that I hear his music and any time that I hear and and I was and I was thinking about bad today in that project. Um, it, it, it's just amazing that someone that started so young can just continue to just climb that ladder and just be even more of an icon than he was when he was a child. And that, that was amazing to watch, right? Yeah, he was, he was always busy trying to impress himself. He was always busy trying to up his own game. You know, it was, it, he, he would video and film himself and his rehearsals to, to watch later and to tweak it at home and make it better the next time he was on stage. He was just a master at making his art better and better and better. He took every opportunity to up his own game, which, which made everybody else want to up their game. You know what I mean? Everybody, it's like hanging out with Quincy. Quincy Jones, you, everybody that, that he records with, and every time you're around him, you want to give him your best. You want to do your best you can do for them. Because you know they appreciate the best in you. Right. How is that when when you just now putting out new music, of course, in 2012, and you know we, yes. we go back and I talked about the the music, you know, back in '87 when Bad dropped, and you look at you know from when you first started way back when, you know, it hasn't yes. been too too long ago, but long enough for us to really recollect and remember. But when you compare a lot of stuff that's done back then compared to now, not just the music itself, but also the songwriting part of it. How do you feel as far as the really, elevation of it? I really miss real songs, and, and I think it's coming back around slowly, but surely. I, I, I really miss real songs, and, and the music that everybody's sampling, I, I, I want to make more new music that has that quality, that, that mm-hmm. maybe generations from now they can sample. But I, I, I really miss real songs, and I was just telling um, my manager the other day, I don't think if Man in the Mirror were presented to, to I don't know, to any of the of the pop stars of today, I'm not really sure that they would hear it right. as, the, as, the, as the piece that it really is. I, I just, I just it, I'm glad it came when it did because right. it, was, it, was, it was just like the stars and the moon and the planets were in alignment for that song to be, to, to, to have been written for the artist's that it was written for and gotten to the artist that it got to and recorded by the artist that recorded it. Everything, the planets were in alignment, dude, I'm telling you. I don't <laughs> think that that would happen, that couldn't happen today. It wouldn't happen today. Oh, my was, God, Saida. You know, the funny thing about what you just said, we were actually discussing that on the air on Sunday night. when. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, we were talking about the same thing. If it dropped today, if if everything that was everything about that song for Man in the Mirror came out now, I, you know, and 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 I'm gonna just keep it real, Saeed. Like the 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 fan, the the fans. Sometimes we get a little lazy. We get a little non-appreciative 
for what what soulful passion and music is, and we sometimes bypass it for whatever reason. And I and I think a powerful song like Man in the Mirror probably wouldn't have been as appreciated as it was back then for a lot of different reasons. I agree. You preaching to the choir, child. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Nice to is our guest on yeah. I Love Radio, and you know, with, with, with this single that you have out right now, is it, so? Are, are you going to tell me that there's more music to come from you, or albums and the oh whole deal? Oh my God, definitely, definitely. That the single that's out now is part of an album that will be released um, sometime in the very near future. We we're playing it one at a time. You know, this is a singles market these days, uh-huh. so uh, we're starting out with that as the first single, and I'm um, I'm so proud of this uh, next uh, project coming out. It's, it's been really important to me. I've waited a long time to put more music out uh, as, a, as a recording artist. Um, but I'm, I'm really believing that this uh, new disc is really representative of the, of the, the, the ways that I've grown uh, as a person and as a spirit, a human spirit, mm-hmm. since the last time you heard from me musically. You know what, and that's something that I, I'm looking forward to. And, and like you said, when it comes to just the real passionate, soulful music, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I miss it. I mean, there's there's some in small pockets, but I, I want I want to feel like I felt back in the '80s, in the '90s, for the most part, even oh. the '70s, going back for backwards. I mean, there 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 was so much I feel as a songwriter because I've never written a, a a song the way you've done it in a sense, but I want to ask a question about how you basically get yourself ready to be able to write songs. When you when you help MJ do Man in the Mirror and I Just Can't Stop Loving You and some of your other projects, because you work with Tevin Campbell, of course, you said Quincy yeah. Jones, so many yeah. different artists. What gets you in the mood, Saeed, to, to sit down and start writing masterpieces? Well, it, it, it you, inspiration comes from any number of places, but when I'm when I sit down to write songs for a particular artist, I listen to that artist. Uh, I listen to the music of that artist. In the, in the case of Michael, I grew up with his music, so I didn't have to like refresh my memory of of his uh, the style of his music. But I listen to that artist, and I think about what it is I would like for them to say to their to the world. Mm-hmm. To their audience, what what, what it is that this uh, that I believe this audience could this this artist could really get across to his or her fans and the mm-hmm. people that listen to to the things that that they say. I want them to to say something that means something to them and to other people. And sometimes recording artists don't have the means to do that, so that's where songwriters come in. Now, do you have a timeline you, you put for yourself when you do start these projects for certain artists? Uh, do you give yourself, okay, let me let me try to complete a song within a certain time frame? Do you do that when you actually start these projects? Sometimes, uh, like in the case of writing for film and television, you have a, a very exact time frame, and you have a very exact, uh, not script, but you there are certain things that have to be said and certain ideas that have to be conveyed in the music itself, and sometimes the music has to play like the third actor in the scene because the music is saying something, uh, like in the case of Jennifer Hudson's character in, in Dreamgirls to Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. She really wanted to tell him that, you know, she loves him and, and he's the, the perfect guy for her and you're the one and you make me feel like X, Y, Z. And she couldn't just say that to, to him to his face, so she had to say it in a song. 
So the right. song had to convey her emotions and her feelings. And sometimes when you're, when you're writing for film and TV, you're under a very strict time restraint. But normally when you're writing for artists, it, it's more fluid than that. It's a little more uh, loose as far as the, the time structure and the things you have to get uh, finished. Mm -hmm. Do you feel, do you, I mean, we, we kind of talked about the elephant in the room about, you know, music not being the way that it was as far as passionate and things like that. Do you feel that's the same with songwriting too? Do you think it's a little bit uh, more cliche-ish and it doesn't have... A, a lot of soul like it used to have, or is there, there there's still, like I said earlier, pockets of people that you can actually, st you know, step back and appreciate what they're doing right here, right now. Um, in oh, the my God. Well. There are, um, luckily for us all, there are still those kind of pockets of inspiration. I mean, uh, you know, and, and people that, that really appreciate their art. I mean, like, like true songwriters, like, I mean, in, in, my generation, it was George Michael and 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 of course Michael Jackson, and who was a very under underestimated, under underappreciated songwriter. Mm -hmm. um, and, and but but the songwriters of of this generation, who I really feel like hit the mark, are are like John Legend and John. Um, oh my God. Um, and, and Babyface, wait, what's the other John? John right. Mayer. John Mayer. Love, gotcha. Amazing songwriters, just great songwriters. I mean, Babyface, I was talking about him today. I just realized he he wrote one of my favorite songs, and he's getting ready to produce Barbara Streisand. I just love that, that he's, like, uh, like still on top and still um, in demand and still, you know, appreciates and understands the meaning of, of, of songs. I mean, it's a very, it's a structured thing. It's not, it's not something you just throw together, not one that's going to last the test of time. I agree. It's a formula. There's a formula. I agree. And, yeah. and, and that's with each song that you write and each person that you're writing it for. You have to make sure you take good care of what you are expressing so they can express it and understand where you're coming from, too, when it comes to that. Have you had any... Uh, different kind of songs that you've written in your career where you were just like, you know what, I don't know if it's going to work, but it wound up being very successful? Hmm. <laughs> no, because I, I, I think every time I write a song for whatever it is, I think it's going to work. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I never think, I don't know if it's going to work. And to me, it's always going to work. And that's not my problem. I love you know, it. I just got to keep it present. So, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I love you know what I'm saying. I love you because you know you was like, hey, I'm hitting home runs on everything I write. So I don't know what you're mind, talking in about. In my like, mind, in my <laughs> mind, sometimes the world agrees and sometimes they don't. You know, <laughs> do what you gotta do. I love it. I love it. Thank you. It, Thank you. Let me ask you this question, Sadie. I don't want to keep you too long. I'm gonna ask you a couple of quick ones. Um, when it comes to you remember how it was back in the day. Everybody was, it was real exciting to be a part of a record label. When you were signed to a label, and I'm pretty sure it still feels the same like that to some artists now, but back then it, it felt so special to be a part of a Motown machine or, um, you know, Capitol Records or RCA or whatever label back in the day that really had a lot of influence on, you know, different types of people. Radio was the same thing. When when people heard their, their their song for the first time, they would get out of the car, dance, scream, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, my true. my question is, how is I mean, it's not going to be the same, of course, how it used to be. But why do you think that people take for granted just the radio aspect of it, and even being signed to a record label? Do you feel like some artists do take it for granted? Well, I think it was easier to take it for granted back in the day when it was very lucrative and when record companies would make that initial investment of time and uh, uh, grant you the element of teaching you your craft and teaching you the art of writing songs and teaching you how to perform and teaching you how to be interviewed and how to, how to uh, come across uh, in the way that you would like for your for you to come across in public and and it, they just they just took a lot more time grooming their artists than they do now. Now record companies don't have the time or the energy or the inclination mm -hmm. to even be bothered. You have to come to them fully packaged, fully ready, or then it, they're like next. They don't have they don't have the luxury of grooming artists the way they used to. And I think um, uh, I for one didn't truly appreciate that when it was when it was happening. Maybe right. that. It, that could have been a little bit before my time as well because um, I was just in on the end of, of when music was really fun to make and fun to be involved in and mm -hmm. fun to record and fun to, you know, it was just, it used to be more, much more fun than it is now. Right. Do you, do you I think to, that... I try to squeeze out a little, every little inch of fun that I possibly can. Amen, amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Do you think it's ever going to come back, though, the... The how it meant to so many people back in the day, being on the label, being you know their music being played, and just that fun aspect of what you said about making music and showing others your 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 God given talent. Do you think that's going to come back? Well, here's the thing, and I'm I'm praying that it, that it'll come back very. I know it'll come back very slowly, but I'm 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 sure that it will, because we're we have lost all the. Um, we have lost every student of music. People mm -hmm. aren't studying classical music anymore. They aren't studying uh, orchestration. They aren't right. learning to play guitar. What they're doing now is programming their computers mm -hmm. to make music. And it's really, for me, it's kind of stripped the entire soul out of the, the process of making music and learning your craft and, and, right. and studying your instrument and, and, and mastering the, the instrument and, and the music that you make with it. I, I, th that's just not even, that's not even on anybody's mind anymore. There, there are no virtuosos. Nobody's studying classical violin or cello. Or, I mean, you know what I mean? Right, I agree. That, I, really, I really miss that element of, of live music, strings, wind instruments, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just sampling a horn or sampling strings, and it, it's crazy. And if, if you, if you A-B a sampled string line and a mm -hmm. real string uh, orchestra, there, right. is no, there is no comparison. There really isn't. And it's so sad it, to me that no, nobody's really learning to play those instruments anymore. So do you, do you feel like as an, as an artist or, or as a songwriter or, you know, anyone that's a fan of music, to be able to take a listen to or, you know, learn as much as you can learn about everything that's music. You don't want to just learn hip-hop. You just don't want to learn R&B and soul or country or jazz or whatever. I'm not, say, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But, no but doubt. That's not, that's not it. That's not everything. I agree. That ain't it all. Just I know agree. that. I agree. And 
it, to me, I feel like it's it's like this too. I feel like what you just said was so perfect as far as what I feel like you know uh, fans of of music should actually do, and not just fans, but also an inspiring artist to go back and check out history and learn as much as you can about everything music. Because if you if you do that, I think a lot of people could get more uh, of an appreciation of where music comes from, because it's always been an, an, an inside-out type of uh, uh, gift from God, you know what I mean? It's it's always been like that, in my opinion, but what I've seen is more, a, a lot of it nowadays is more outside-in, you know what I mean? I, I totally agree, I totally agree. You couldn't you couldn't have said it better, I, I totally agree. So with your, your project that you got coming out, your single... That you yes, that you friend. have out of, available on iTunes right now, that is that is an inside out type of thing, and and okay, and I cool. and I and I'm hoping that we can be able to get more people inspired by it. Not just me. There's there's hundreds of thousands and millions of people out here listening and love not just what Saida Garrett has done throughout her mm-hmm. career so far, but also what you're doing right now to be able to bring that passion back. And and and, and, and I couldn't have and I couldn't have picked a uh, 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 a, a better person to be inspired by, uh, because I, I'm, I'm a keeper real. I, I've been a I've been a music hero of yours for 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 many moons, and and, and I'm glad I to be able to sit that, here and, and 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 just be able to, you know, share some insights about someone that's done it for a long time. So we gotta we gotta do it again when you got another single and your video's hot too, so people can go on YouTube. Thank and, you, thank and check you. It out. It's from the up- upcoming CD entitled Look Inside, and just I encourage you to keep listening and check it out. Looking as gorgeous as ever, too, and just video, just, you, it, it, just, it just goes with it, too, so you know. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it really much, and I, I really do. I really do. People can go check out Saida Garrett. You can hit her up on Twitter because she's real active on that, too. You can follow Saida at Saida Garrett, S-I-E-D-A-H. Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, and also you can hit up our website, www.saida.com. And I thank you for blessing, thank you, for blessing me so much for, for, for being able to hang out with me on, on High Level Radio. And please come back and hang out with me again. I, I love talking I will, to man. you. man. It's been wonderful chatting with you, too. Hit me back. I appreciate it. I will do that. Stay blessed. I do. Peace. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Next legacy.